So we turn to uh, Luke chapter 17. 我们大家翻到路加福音第十七章。Luke chapter 17, we read from verse 20 to 37. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. 法利赛人问神的国几时来到？耶稣回答说：“神的国来到，不是眼所能见的。”Nor will they say, "See here or see there," for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. 人也不得说看到在这里，在那里，在呃看到在那里，因为神的国就在你们心里。They said to his the disciples, "The days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see." 他又对门徒说：“日子将到，你们巴不得看见人子的一个日子，却不得看见。”And they will say to you, "Look here or look there. Do not go after them and follow them." 人家要对你们说：“看到在那里，看到在这里，你们不要出去，也不要跟随他们。”For as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in His day. 因为人子在他降临的日子，好像闪电从天这一边闪，直照到天那边。But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. 只是他必须先受许多苦，又被这世代弃绝。And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. 诺亚的日子怎样，人子的日子也要怎样。They ate, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. 那时候人又吃又喝又娶又嫁，到诺亚进方舟的那日，洪水就来，把他们全灭了。Likewise, it was also in the days of Lot. 又好像罗德的日子。They ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. 人又吃又喝又买又卖又耕种又盖造。But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstones from heaven and destroyed them all. 到罗德出所多玛的那日，就有火与硫磺从天上降下来，把他们全都灭了。Even so will it be in the day when Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. 当那日人在房上，器具在屋里，不要下来拿；人在田里，也不要回家。Remember last wife. 你们要回想罗德的妻子。Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. 凡想要保全生命的，必葬掉生命；凡葬掉生命的，必救活生命。I tell you, in that night there will be two men in one bed. The one will be taken, and the other will be left. 我对你们说，当那一夜两个人在一个床上，要取去一个，撇下一个。Two women will be grinding together. The one will be taken, and the other left. Two men will be in the field, the one will be taken and the other left. 
responsibility. And the answer and said to him, Where Lord? So he said to them, Wherever the body is, there the eagles will be gathered together. I repeat verse 33. Whoever seeks to save his soul will lose it, and whoever loses his soul will preserve it. The similar teaching of our Lord like this one regarding the salvation of the soul. It's recorded in the New Testament for six times. Uh, it teaches uh, that we must go by the cross to the crown. Indeed, our fallen, law, uh, fallen soul need to be saved. What our Lord means is that today, if you don't want to lose your soul, take up the cross and follow Him. You will lose your soul uh, on that day when the Son of Man is revealed. Today, if you don't want to deny yourself, you want to save your soul, until that day, you will be, your soul will suffer. In this passage we just read, uh, there are two questions. At the beginning, the Pharisees asked when, when will God's kingdom come? Our Lord didn't give them a definite answer. Because He doesn't want to satisfy their curiosity. And at the end, the disciples ask another question. Where? Where? Would the rapture takes place? I think the answer should be everywhere. Oh, in this passage, you also teach, uh, says about the Messiah. He's, he will come twice. For the first time when he was on this earth, uh, he has to suffer much. And be rejected. But when he returns, his appearance will be general in all places at once. He also talked about the rapture. The rapture will be general in all places at once too. Finally, uh, the day of his appearance is also the time of final judgment to this world. You know, in those days, the, the Jews believed that the kingdom of God 
if it comes, it can be, can be seen physically. 在那些日子,犹太人相信神的火显现的时候,他们是可以肉眼看见的。They believe that when the Messiah comes, the Messiah will deliver them from the oppressing Romans. 他们相信当弥赛亚来的时候,弥赛亚会让他们从罗马的统治当中得到释放。And to advance Israel above other countries on the earth. 让把以色列国超过世界上其他国家高抬以色列国。But our Lord corrected their mistakes. 但我们的主更正了他们的错误。They thought the kingdom of God is something external and temporal. 在神的国将来之前不是外表的和展示性的。Our Lord said it is spiritual and internal. 我们主所讲神的国，它是一个属灵的，而且是里面的。So concerning the rapture，讲到被提，the time to reap will come only when the harvest of the earth is ripe。收割的时候到了，当这个庄稼熟透的时候。呃，庄庄稼熟透的时候，好像禾场都白了，成熟的时候。成庄稼熟透的时候，收割的时间就到。So the time to reap would come only when the harvest of the earth is ripe.啊，当啊，只有当庄稼成熟。This from Revelation.然后收割的时候就到了，从启示录里开始。And also the groom will come only when the bride is ready. 新郎只有当心腹预备整齐的时候,他才会回来。So in Matthew chapter 24, verse 36, our Lord say that, 在马太福音24章, No one knows about that day or hour. 但是主里告诉说,没有人知道那个时候。But even the angels in the heaven know the Son. 连天上的使者也不知道,子也不知道。But only the Father. 唯独父知道。What it means is that God knows when it would happen. We got to understand that God does not determine when it is going to happen. God's foreknowledge does not equal to his foreordination. We the bride is the one who can hasten or hinder the coming of the Lord. In other words, the time and day is not determined by the Father. The Father only knows when it is going to happen. Concerning the judgment of God, the cluster of the wine of the earth will be gathered when the grapes are fully ripe. This again, this is from Revelation chapter 
God will pour out his judgment when the sin of the people has reached its full measure. This is the day when Noah entered the ark. And the day when Lord left Sodom. And also when the also the date when the Son of Man is revealed. So our Lord says, as it was in the day of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. This is a warning he gave to his disciples. That means when you look at the days of Noah, and the days uh, of the Son of Man. By the way, let me define what is the days of the Son of Man. It's the time period between uh, our Lord's incarnation and His second event. We are living in the days of the Son of Man. So by comparing their sinful conditions, if they coincide with each other, we can be sure that uh, we are close to the end of the world. From what we just read, uh, our law is our Lord's warning. When you look at the people in the days of Noah and the day of the Son of Man, you can't tell any difference. Because they all are so secure and they have no heart to prepare for the end of, the, of their time. The Bible said they eat, they drink, they marry, they are being given in marriage. Are we also doing the same thing? Exactly the same thing. So when you look at it, you can't tell any difference. So this passage is intended for his disciples. He wants them to be vigilant and be ready for the time. So the days of Noah, uh, let me read some passage from Gen- Genesis. Because I just said, superficially, you can't tell any difference. But you can look at their sinful conditions. Then we have to look at the other side of the story from Genesis. Genesis chapter 6, verse 1. And verse 1 and 2. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them. Now, 
that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. Verse 4. There were giants on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of all men of renown. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Verse 12. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. From what we just read, there were two things which occasioned the wickedness of the old world. When I say the old world, that means the world before the flood. And those two things eventually provoked God to pour out His judgment of the worldwide flood. Number one is the increase of mankind. Number two is they have the marriage that does not conform to God's original law of marriage. What is the law of marriage? Law of marriage. I will explain it later. The first one, the increase of mankind. Chapter 6, verse 1 said, Men began to multiply on the face of the earth. This was the effect of God's blessing. But somehow, after man has fallen, this blessing has turned, to, turned into a curse. You can imagine in those days, men lived for 800 years and 900 years and have children. So the number of uh, men on this earth uh, increased rapidly. But since men have fallen, more men means more sins. As in uh, Proverbs chapter 29, 16 verse 16 it says, when the wicked multiply, transgression increases. 
So that's why, uh, since uh, men and their transgressions uh, increase rapidly, that's why the earth became corrupted and filled with violence. Look at the days of the Son of Man. Watchman Lee told us in 1930, the world population is only 1.7 billion. But now up to June this year, June 2015, the total population of the world becomes 7.3 billion. Again, more sinners, and all sinners means more sins. And, and you can see this world is full of, uh, filled with violence. Point number two. I mentioned it was the marriage that does not conform to God's original law of marriage. When I prepared my message, I, I was tempted to use a special term for it. Strange marriage. I thought it would be easier for brothers and sisters to understand. But later on, I find out in the Bible there, there, there is no such term there. In the Bible, you have strange fire. You have strange flesh. It was mentioned in uh, the book of Jude, verse 7. When they mention about the sins of the sodomites, this is the particular sin But later on, I decided not to use it, so forget about it. Because strange fires just simply means something that's not originated from God. So I think it would be, uh, would be fine to use such a term, strange marriage, to represent those marriages that, that was not originated from God. So forget about it. So before law was born, the original law of marriage had already <coughs> been violated. Before law was born. Lower. Uh, remember Genesis chapter two and twenty four, a simple sentence. This is the law of marriage. 
Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. This is the original law of marriage. In other words, two only should be one flesh. Two, I have to emphasize a man and a woman. And don't forget the two means two living souls. We'll explain it later. So the marriage was the first institution established by God. Since He had created the world. It is a holy covenant, symbolizes the Christ, the relationship between Christ and His bride. Now, apart from his spiritual meaning, this law also also serves as a constraint for uh, to protect our family. From generation to generation. We have seen that those who honor this law of God will receive grace and mercy and blessings from God and have their family built up. And those who violate this law, Lose protection from God. And render their family vulnerable attack by the enemy. That's why we have seen so many broken families. Now, Genesis chapter 14, uh, chapter 4, verse 19. He told us who is the first to break this law. One simple sentence. Man met the seventh from Adam in the line of Cain, married two wives. He's the first one married two wives. There are two Chinese characters which have the same pronunciation. The first one family. Uh, the second one is Bondi. So there is a Chinese saying that uh, family is Bondi. Okay. 
I think it makes a lot of sense. There are certain things you can you, you can do as long as you stay single. Once you get married, you come under bondage. You no longer can do those things you used to do before. So once the bondage was broken, we were free to do all kinds of crazy things. So when when law was born, so when law was born, men already men were enslaved to do all kinds of evil things. The name of fail. Fornications, adultery, bigamy, bigamy. polygamy. And polygamy. Divorce. Uh, and different kinds of marriage. Uh, uh, One of the examples is the practice of ghost marriage. This is what it is. I just learned that this practice was not uh, done in the Western world. Ghost marriage means. Uh, Chinese may have heard about it. Because this this is quite popular in the Asian in some Asian countries. Men, you know, those people they arrange they arrange wedding for men a man and a dead woman. Or for a dead man and a woman. Or, or the wedding for a dead man and a dead woman. So this is one of those things. And actually, we are moving in the same direction. Recently, you saw people try to legalize a lot of but you got to know that legal thing is also sometimes it is also sinful in God's Some people may say certain countries and religions allow people to do this and to do that. Let me give you an example. In Matthew chapter 19, some, one day the Pharisees came to Jesus and asked him a question. And they said, is it legal for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? 
所以神配合的人不可分开。and then they said, then why, why did Moses command the man to give a certificate of divorce to the wife and send her home? Jesus says, from the beginning, it wasn't so. He said, I'll tell you, whoever divorces his wife, Except for marital unfaithfulness, and marries another woman, commits adultery. So can you see that? To divorce a wife may be lawful. It's lawful. But the seventh Separate what God has joined together is sinful. And to marry another woman is also lawful. But a man has sinned a second time by committing adultery before God. So now we go into uh, the practice of marriage that was not original, originated from God in the days of Noah. Chapter 6, verse 2. From my understanding, the marriage is between fallen angels and daughter of men. I know some people may disagree with it. I have people said this is the marriage between the son of Seth and the daughter of Cain. It looks unlikely to me. Because he says there are giants uh, in those days and afterwards. So if this is the case, this could be only possible only if the flood is not universal. We know the flood is universal, right? And the Bible tells us it destroy all the descendants, both from Seth and Cain. 
圣经告诉我们，好像把所有的猜测的后裔和呃该隐的后裔都毁灭掉了。So unless the the flood is not universal, so there are still descendants of Seth and Cain. That's the only possibility that you can have giants after the flood. 除非洪水不是呃全地性的，这样在洪水以后还会有赛特和该隐的后裔，然后好像才会有伟人发生出现。Another thing is beyond my comprehension is that. 另一个超过我的理解就是 ，When the son of Seth went into the daughter of Cain， 当赛特的儿子到了该隐的女儿那边，要结婚。How did they get giants? How 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 did they get giants? 人的、呃、女子 ，some v e the, the, the word leftly， 有些啊、uh, ，instead of giant， 有些版本说用伟人这个字，他用另一个词。And this same word came out， 呃、uh, ，was used twice。这个从这个字有用过两次。In Genesis and another place is in number chapter thirteen and verse thirty three。还有一个是民数记第呃。Uh, 十三章第十三章第三十三节。Remember the story when when they came out of the land of Egypt. 记得他们从埃及出来埃及之后。They came to the desert of Paran. 他就在巴兰的巴兰的旷野。And Moses sent twelve spies to scout the land of Canaan. 摩西派了十二个探。到呃迦南地区，从呃，的窥探那地，就是窥探那地。Spies. So when they come back, they reported to the assembly and Moses. 所以他们回到就回到了摩西那里。Finally, they have they have said that. 他们最终他们说。They said we saw the left wing there. 他说：“我们在那里看到亚纳族人 ，the descendants of Anet come from the Nephilim， 就是伟人，是伟人的后裔。圣经说是亚纳族的，亚纳族人，亚纳的后裔是从 Nephilim 来的。他讲到亚纳族的后裔就是 Nephilim， 就是。They said we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them.” 据我们看，我们自己就如同蚂蚱一样，蚱蜢一样。On on 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 the one hand, they exaggerate, they exaggerate a bit, isn't it? 一方面，他们有夸大。They say we look like grasshopper. 他说我们就如蚱蜢一样。For in reality. They really seen some big giants. 但实际上他们的确看到了一些巨人、伟人。Let me give you a picture. 我给你一个图画啊。
What is the height of the tallest man in the world? Did anybody look up the calendar idea? The tallest man on we have on the record, the Guinness record. It's about eight foot eight feet eleven inches. But there is no comparison to, to the biblical giant. You know, in the Bible, probably everybody heard about Goliath. And what is the height of Goliath? The Bible, what the Bible said. Goliath is six cubits and a span. It is more than nine feet. Famous Goliath is taller than the tallest man we have in this generation. He is not the tallest. There is another one. In Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 11, it tells us of the king of Bashan. The king of Bashan. This man has to sleep in the iron bed because the wooden bed wouldn't work. It may collapse. Because this man, this iron bed is about 13 feet long and 6, six feet wide. So you, you, you can imagine how tall this man is. They really are some uh, people with gigantic stature. They are the descendants. Of the So you know, as time, they have a marriage between angels, fallen angels, and total men. Now we come to the days of Lord. We know that originally Lord made his home like a stranger in a foreign country. He, he lived in the tent as did Abraham. But when he separated from Abraham, the Bible said he lifted up his eyes and saw the plain of Jordan was well watered. It was like the Garden of Jehovah. 
like Egypt, that's why the Bible says uh, they plan, they build. You know, in those days, uh, the Egyptians are famous in their building, their architecture. And Lamas have seen the pyramid when they went down to Egypt with Abraham. So now when they seized the uh, the pray the Jordan pray the Sodomites started building projects everywhere. So this, the Bible says they plan, they build. And actually, the, the Egyptians' pyramid is one of the largest buildings built by men on earth. And it was said that the largest pyramid has used 2.3 million blocks of rock, blocks of stone. Averaging 2.5 ton each. But look at our own world. The people in the days of the Son of Man. And you also see the building project. Men are just, men are just competing with each other. To build the tallest building in the world. We used to have the Twin Tower in New York. And we have the 101 in Taiwan. And very soon they become the second, from, he dropped from the first to the second. There is another Halifax Tower. In, in Dubai. And it was said that the Japanese tried to build the tallest one in a few years. So very soon you will see the tallest building in Japan. So now it said that Lord he was so attracted to Sodom. At the beginning, he lived in the tent. But Genesis chapter 13, verse 12 said, Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tent near Sodom. So as you read the story, when the two angels come to visit the city of Sodom, we actually find Lord and his family live in the city. Woe to those who made the earth their home.
brothers and sisters, we should know that we are not of the world. We are aliens, sojourners. We are just passing through. So another thing is, when you read this story, you see when the sodomized sin has reached its full measure. Number one, the Bible said God cannot find ten righteous people in this city. Number two, there was one particular sin they are all guilty of. In the book of Jude, it says it was sexual immorality and perversion. Now in the New King James Version, it says they gone after strange flesh. This is what this world is moving in. Finally, uh, remember our Lord's warning. Uh, because chapter 19, verse 4 said, When those two angels enter into uh, Lord's home, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. And you can see all of them are guilty of the same sin. Which is sexual perversion. And this is what we see in this present world. So we come back to that. Uh, our Lord said, remember lost wife. We all know what happened to her. She, she came out of the city of Sodom. But he couldn't reach the place where God wants you to go. She turned back. She, she looked back and became a pillar of salt. Because her home is in Sodom. Her belongings are in Sodom. And most importantly, her heart was there. So even she came out, she came out of the city, but the heart was still there. That's why she looked back. This is the warning. Maybe I should stop here.
Anybody remember that hymn? Uh, I can't remember that hymn. Anybody find it? If not, we have much. Fifty-three. Shall we sing that?